Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And we are your beautiful hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. What? That's me. Yeah. I, I was just looking. I was watching the lights, and then they all just went out, and it didn't look like anything was recording. Ben, but I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. I'll tell you when there's a problem. Shut up, Don't man. worry, Sugar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. And I'm just going to move the computer no! away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you keep it. And, uh, yeah, so we're, 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 good. we're your podcast host. So we're going to do a podcast <laughs> where we talk about your topics. Now. And we don't have Benji Pickens mm-hmm. with us, who's one of our, our steadfast hosts as well. But uh, today he is not so steadfast. He is stead slow. And uh, <laughs> we're joined by a special guest, Mr. Jeff Watson. Hello. I hey, know. Jeff. Back for, back for round two after a stellar, stellar debut. Yeah, his, his breakout podcast. He's now yeah. an internet sensation. That's right. Oh, my. That's pretty great. Looking at you, Jack. This is your show where we, t- <laughs> we take your topics and turn them into our show. And we don't let you go home empty-handed. That's no. true. We send you something if we release your episode. We do. Not only will you now get a handwritten letter from me, ta-da. Handwritten? Uh, more going to be a note. Yeah. And uh, a T-shirt. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Little another handwritten. I know. <laughs> That's because they haven't been. They haven't started yet, but they will be. Don't worry about it. Mm. New year. New, new things. Anyway. I like it. Twank us on the Twitters, at Ig and Un. Get your topic to us that way. Questions make the best topics. It's true. Use can hits us up on the Facebooks. Become a friend of the show and message the show. Uh, and then be sure to post a picture of you wearing your T-shirt to the uh, the page. Uh, and then we've also got the website, ignorantanduninformed.com. Click the Topics button, and you can get our top your topics to us that way. Or you can email us old-fashioned like... Topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. That's it. We We're send you t-shirts. so accessible. So accessible. It's true. Well, we need a topic. Jeff, come on, man. Jeff, all right. As the, come on, as yeah. The, jostle them around. Pick a good one. As whatever the you guest, want. you get to pick. All right. What do we have here? Here it is. Let's all fold it up. There it is. Oh, that's a lot of words. Y'all have sweet tea here. Where do y'all put the moguls in the summer? At what elevation... Do, do deer become elk? And that is from Audrey. <laughs> Audrey Hipper. Audrey, Audrey Hipper. Yes. <laughs> What's up, Audrey? Um, I'm actually really glad that you're here for this one, Jeff. You've you have many years of experience Ugh. in the restaurant industry, so I'm sure you've heard all sorts of wonderful uh, tourist yeah. questions. I've actually heard all know. three of these questions in real life. Yeah. Yeah, so we live up in the in a tourist destination in the mm-hmm, mountains. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of folks who come and, and see our beautiful mountains and ski resorts for and restaurants and, and other amenities here in the area just for for a temporary time. And they bring with them a lot of their local flavor and sometimes a lot of their local ignorance. I would say. <laughs> so that this is kind of what that's what this topic's about is is uh, Captain Parameters. I just got to just spell it out do, for people who it, might man. not understand what the hell. No, we're nobody about. unless they live in yeah. Keystone. Like, so when you come up summit. to the mountains, there's there's a lot of things you got to learn about, right? You got to learn about oh altitude. That's that's a thing mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're skiing at nine thousand, ten thousand feet sure. mm-hmm. above mm-hmm. sea level. Uh, there's a little bit of an adjustment. Um, for the healthier and more in shape you are, the easier it is, of course. But mm-hmm. 
you know, it's always an adjustment no matter how good of shape you're in. If uh, if you're going out and deciding to have a good time, they say for about every 3,000 feet of elevation, it's like an extra drink that you were drinking. So Oh, I've never heard that, yeah. that uh, measure. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So, you I've know. heard it's basically like t- – in, in Denver, drink is twice as potent as it normally would be. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in up here, it's like three times mm-hmm. as potent, like one drink for every three that you would normally mm-hmm. have. Because mm-hmm. you got to pace yourself. I have heard that uh, a prote- a carbohydrate heavy diet will help uh, in your in acclimation as yeah, well. I've Rather never heard than that. like not a protein heavy diet, but a but a carbohydrate like so pasta and shit when you first arrive. Mm-hmm. This thing interesting. I don't know if that ha- probably just has to do with like you know burning energy and calories. And Jeff, you grew up Midwest, right? Correct, Missouri. Missouri. So was yep. sweet tea like a thing? Uh, we had sweet tea, but okay. I wouldn't say it was near as accessible as okay. – It was certainly more of a thing where I grew well, up. Well, I was going to say, you're in Florida. Like in Ohio, I had never heard of sweet tea until I got out here sure. and like started getting around more folks from the south. Do y'all but, have sweet tea? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, Ben, is – I mean, is there like a bigger trick to making sweet tea than just like adding a whole bunch of sugar to iced tea? Isn't well, you, that... got, you, got, you, don't, you add it when it's hot. You add the sugar when it's hot. Uh, so when the tea is brewing – when it's still hot, when it comes out of the brewer, at least in the restaurant biz, when I that was the only my real only experience making sweet tea. Yeah, that's when you add you add the sugar when the tea is hot before ah. you cool it down. See, I was under the impression because it dissolves better. Real sweet tea actually has simple syrup in it. It very well could. I know, like Chick Fil A sweet tea, which has kind of a become a standby for people, is like that. That uses syrup mm-hmm. or something. Okay. And not like plain sugar. But I I literally – there was a bucket of sugar, like a five-gallon bucket <laughs> sure. of sugar underneath the tea-making station at Bob Evans. For, with like, like a Bob job. Evans, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with like an ice scoop, I'm sure. Yeah, and you put in like four fucking scoops of sugar. Yeah, in, into, And it made like one mm. urn of tea, like two two gallons mm. or something. Drink that diabetes. God, was, damn. I could never – I never really had a stomach for sweet tea. I could – I, you know, there were some some families it was like a go-to. Like they would drink it with every meal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just never yeah. – I never got into it. I was just I, – I mean I drank it for a while, but like every once in a while I would be like, oh, sweet tea. I'll have that. I was more of a lemonade guy. I would be like, I'll have a lemonade. If, okay. I'm, if I'm not going to drink a soda, I'll sure. have a lemonade. I mean okay. I almost – sweet tea is a religion almost. In 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 many places, yeah. People are offended when you don't have sweet tea. Yeah, they're like, you don't want sweet tea. Well, we have water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, okay, uh, uh, God forbid you ask for a Pepsi. Ask for a Coke, and then they'll ask you what flavor you want of Coke. Mm-hmm. You're like, what do you mean? Right. Well, we got Diet Coke. We got Sprat. We got Mountain Dew. We got, you know, what fl- – because it's all Coke. All soda is Coke. Right. In some places in the South. Talk about some place. saturation. Good job, Coca-Cola. Yeah, right. So it just became like the Kleenex of right. soda. Right, right, right. Soda mm-hmm. pop. And then, you know, depending on where you are, it's soda or it's pop or mm-hmm. it's – Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. So now were you – are you guys – Peak Arnold Palmer fans or are you – Oh, I like Arnold, Arnold Palmer. It's one of the hardest words for me to say. I, mm-hmm. Me too. I think I'm like half Asian. <laughs> oh, the Palmer. Oh, oh. Palmer. <laughs> Arnold yes, Poverty Palmer. For you, John. <laughs> um – the uh, because I was never a big iced tea fan. Like I'm still not. I mean, I am drinking hot tea right now, but I have never See, been. I, I grew up tea. on iced tea. Did you? Okay, yep, with no sweetener. Okay, yeah, that's more of a definitely more of a Western thing. I think just iced tea. Like we used to make. My mom used to make 
like sun tea where you would, you know, you heat up the water by putting it in mm-hmm. the sun mm, and then sure. the, like cold brews. Sure. Tea. We do that, but we would never put – some people do that and then they add all the sugar to it and they make it – or the syrup, I guess. Mm-hmm. And make sweet tea, but we never did that. Mm, I got you. But it is interesting now that I've been away like from the southern culture for quite some time, almost a decade now. Uh, actually more than a decade now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, to hear, you know, when people come up here and they're like, do y'all have sweet tea? And Or like if someone asked for a tea, you would, you know, I always, even in this, when I was working at the Bob Evans, people would ask for a tea and you would assume they meant sweet tea, but you always had to check. Sure. You're like, oh, you mean sweet tea, right? Or do you want sweet tea or unsweet? <laughs> sweet or unsweet? And they'd be like, sweet? So if it isn't Duh. sweet tea. Fucking Sonny's Barbecue had some sweet tea that I could get down on. What do you – is there anything from the South that you that you miss, Ben, that you wish were up here? Oh, the racism. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. That uh, was quick to the punch, man. What do well, I, well played, sir. What do I miss? Um, if nothing, that's cool. I didn't know if there was some like culinary something. There, there is, there is a little bit of that. You know, you hear about Southern charm and Southern hospitality, mm-hmm. and that is certainly a thing. Okay, that I, that I do miss. Although I find that this community is actually fairly uh, similar. It's like friendly. There's fr- friendly people, not like Ohio friendly, which is a different kind of friendly. <laughs> okay, but like Southern hospitality, where you walk in and your family. You know, what uh, I mean? all right, all right. hey, hon, how you doing? What's your name? Okay. Like, he's like, oh. Ben, well, Ben, come on in and have a seat. We're oh, gonna get you set up. Y'all want something to drink? You want some tea? Sweet, you want some sweet tea? <laughs> you want some sweet tea? Come uh-huh. on in. Uh huh. You know, and no one would ask you to take their coat because you don't wear a coat in the South. More, <laughs> more often than not. Mm. Um, but that—that's definitely a regional sweet tea is certainly a Southern thing that I've only seen in like parts of the country, even parts of the like up to the like Southern Midwest, like you know. Parts of Iowa and certainly Kentucky, but like even like Southern Illinois and like Southern Ohio, which is almost the South. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, what, what's the next question? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should give Audrey her due at least. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. All right. Sorry, so Audrey. Do you guys know where Minx. the moguls go in the summertime? Moguls, okay. of course, ski bumps. Mm-hmm. So, so you um, guys who actually ski better than me, mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. What what do you? They how would you describe moguls to someone? To mogul heaven in the <laughs> right. summers, but like for those people who don't ski, like what the hell would you say? So moguls are like the the it's ridges, essentially, yeah, on bumps the, on the bumps going down a run about yeah. knee high. Yeah, and so you like go in and out and in and out. And in Correct. And out. Yeah, You're like up and down, side to side. There's a little side to side motion. I've never skied moguls. I don't. You don't want to. I don't think I ever could. Yeah, but. Uh, but I see people and it's like – they're like, you know, digging left, digging right, digging left, digging right. And it's like just super fast. Sure. Totally. It makes my knees hurt just looking at it. Totally. That's that's what um, I would imagine, man. There had to be hell on your knees and hips. Mm-hmm. So good good friend of the show slash neighbor, Lauren Rainin, was like a competitive mogul skier. Oh, no kidding. And watching her is like jaw-dropping. Oh, a good mogul skier oh, is awesome. To fucking watch. insane, fun man. to watch. Yeah, no shit. yeah like there is I just there's a level of mastery there that you're just mm-hmm. like, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff, where do they go in the summer? I, I think you got it right. They go to mogul ha- little mogul heaven, <laughs> do they? And, and they come back in December. Okay, yeah. okay. Are, we used to tell people that we deflate them and, and oh. we hide them. We put them in a big storage shed. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
I yeah. like it. Because you look at the runs when there's no snow on them and they're mm-hmm. all very fairly flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that but but you know, you see these bumpy runs in the summer and you mm-hmm. I guess you might assume if you're used to like water skiing and sports where you have to build all the ramps and shit. Sure. For like to do trick ski water skiing. I don't know. You you you're a lake guy, right? I grew up on the lake. Yep. That's what I thought. So did you do a lot of water skiing? Is there Oh no. Okay. I loved water skiing. No, we did more tubing. Okay. Yeah. Tubing was, you know, we did I only ever... tubing and water skiing and wakeboarding. Oh, yeah. okay. Kneeboarding. I don't uh, think I realized you were a lake kid. Yeah, well, we grew up, we we'd, we would go to Minnesota a lot. So we, my, that's where my dad grew up. So we learned, I learned when I was like 12 okay. how to water ski. Okay. We'd always gone fishing and okay. shit up there. But oh, good. I tried good to job. water ski once and I definitely could not stand up. I was gonna say the first time I water skied, I was gosh twenty six. Okay, and I did it and was like, "Cool, never again." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I got up. I'm done. Yeah, that is, that is also a sp- you know they say skiing is like you'll you'll be sore with muscles you never knew you had. Sure, and uh, it's kind of the same thing with water skiing, but in different in a different way. Because there's a lot of like because you're being pulled behind this boat, so you got to like fight that mm-hmm. until you get up on the top of the water. Mm-hmm. The skis can do their job, but. And I learned how to slalom, where you drop a ski and you yep. kind of hook into one. And you're yep. just like, That's, crazy. That was super fun. I was never very good, but I liked it. it yeah, fun. that's what it's all about. So then, I assume. Uh, so if you I, assume that moguls are man-made, are they like are they man-made? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I think people just push. But do they naturally like? Okay, they naturally so before skiing was a thing. Like wind would whip up the side of a mountain and and make these ridges or something. Mm. Well, I think it's more people. Yes. Like once – so, you know, it's like walking walking anywhere. Like a lot of people will tend to follow a path that's already been blazed as opposed to choosing their own route. Mm-hmm. So like if you are – so that just kind of happens naturally on Correct. ski runs. Like yep. people follow in the tracks of people who went before them. So then like piles get pushed around. So and then, then new becomes, snow falls on top of that and makes those piles bigger and then those paths get reworn. Precisely. Interesting. So I think, yeah, and then also, like, there are some... So are moguls unique to ski resorts? Like, if you're backcountry skiing, will you find a mogul field? No. No? Okay. See, that's my question. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, to me, I could kind of see it, because it's so even, you know? Like, it looks like it might have been carved by, like, a crosswind or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, those are formed by people that actually know what they're doing. If, okay. like, I were to go down that, I would never form moguls, because, yeah... That's, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just serpentine baboo. Serpentine. <laughs> yeah, precisely. It's just go back and forth. Precisely. And once you learn how to do that, then skiing is easy. But like, if you just try to go straight down all the time, you're not going to have a good time. If you French fry when you shoot a pizza, you're I mean, going to have a bad time. Unless you like going fast and you don't mind hurting yourself, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, hey, me, maybe that's what you're, what you're into. What's yeah, uh, do your thing? I mean, so wh- people just assume moguls are like these big. Bales of hay. Yeah, I don't know what they are. Cones, maybe. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Inflatable I, rafts of some I mean, kind. <laughs> beneath yeah. the snow. It's, it's pretty funny. I used to work at the ski resort, and I have been asked that question. Yeah, like, what do y'all do with the moguls in the yeah. summertime? Seriously? Yeah. Wild. I don't think I knew you, you worked at. Yeah. I worked at Breck for four years. Oh, wow. Where I worked just ticket sales. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you'd be but at, that's where you get to interact with a lot of the the. Oh, the we, best the of the best. Dumbos, yeah. Yes. People who just don't know yeah. literally anything. Well, shit, man. Are there some questions that Audrey met? Like, have, are there some others that you could add to this list? Um, of I would stellar? say one of the most absurd, they asked where the stunt ditch was, meaning the half pipe. The stunt ditch. They call it the stunt, stunt ditch. <laughs> okay. 
Where's that stunt ditch? Yeah, and I mean, it was like, where's that stunt ditch there? And yeah, <laughs> wow. wow, I had never heard of that. That's fucking awesome. Uh huh. It's pretty good. I mean, I yep. get it. Like, if you didn't know what that thing was called, yeah. But... I mean, I understood what they were saying. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't have. If someone the first time I heard that, I would be like, "What? What now? What stunt ditch? <laughs> stunt ditch?" Well, when you said it the first time, I didn't. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> I was like, I was "What like, the what? fuck?" Yeah. Oh, a half pipe. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I would have caught on in a mm-hmm. second. Like you know where they do them stunts and they go yeah. back and forth what? down that big. Semicircular <laughs> cylinder. They would say literally everything except pipe and half. Sure. Like, sure, sure, sure. I don't know. Okay. I'm wondering. I got. I used. I'm trying to think if I got any good ones. I always got the mogul one. That was that's kind of the classic. Like, no, I mean, these are like the three classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up mm-hmm. here questions. Definitely. I mean, Audrey. She was a. She's a restaurant refugee from up here as well. So I'm sure she sure. waited plenty of tables. Sure. Uh, and heard these things. All right. So what about uh, at what elevation do the deer become elk? Yeah, and then and then how much further do you have to go to get to a moose? That's my question. Oh fuck! Wow, so I, I, like, I didn't. Is this like evolution of Pokemon? Like, I know, right? It's like the <laughs> like, next level of Pokemon. Dude, dude, dude! The antlers get bigger and like, they get shaggier and taller. I and could, more I awkward. could see someone making that argument that a deer evolves into an elk and an elk evolves into, into a, de- a moose. Into the moose, moose, uh, moose is hard. Moose knuckle. Moose, sorry. <laughs> 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 I choose you, Elkhorn. Yeah, I've never had a good answer for that question. No, I wish. I, I mean, and as someone who grew up hunting, I that question always just rubs me wrong. Oh, it's okay. Just, we're talking about two completely different animals. I okay, mean, come on, people. but they all look alike, Jeff. That is so racist. I they're, know they're four legged. That is so specious. What, what is the? I am what I am. <laughs> type of animal they are. They're. Are you trying to like their class and stuff? The scientific Phylum? name, yeah. Well, like, yeah. Someone said, like, you know, like equine, equine are referring oh, to I, horses. These aren't sure. they're not bovine. They're hooking on. to referring to cows. cows? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah. was incredible. Thank you. Nicely done. Purely accidental. Sadly enough. Um, really? Oh, I totally thought you were waiting for that. No, no, no. <laughs> that <was> great, <laughs> no, man. No, no idea. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, terrible. But don't they have? Don't they have? Do they all have the 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 cloven hooves? Is that the shocker? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the shocker to kind of demonstrate. <laughs> sure, like, that's how that's how the like elk they don't have a moose. solid hoof like a horse. Okay, right? I, I go with like you. I think all their hoof prints look similar. They have like a split in the middle. So they're like kind of V shaped yeah, almost. Yeah. Like a moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest way to. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. It's not like yeah. It's not like a horse. They would have actually. I have no idea what a horse's hoof print would look like. Hoof, hoof print would look like without a horseshoe. Oh yeah. No. Neither do I. Mm. I wonder what it would look like. Probably just round. I don't know if they have. Do horses have moose knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> no, they have solid like front <laughs> on the hoof, but like like a cow. Has has a split in the middle, correct? Of the and so so a deer's deer a cow. I think I don't know. I mean, is that how all deer start? Like I have. Oh my god! So at sea level, it's a cow. <laughs> at a okay. mile, it's a deer. Okay. Is that how we're going? Okay. Under, underwater, it's a manatee. Oh, oh. dude, sea I love cow. it. Oh my god, <laughs> my mind is being blown. It's, it's amazing. So it all depends Holy on on altitude. Shit. Huh. Wild, and here. Ooh. 
And now I feel like an ass because I would always walk away from tables when getting asked that question and be like, these fucking stupid motherfuckers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but you didn't know that was science all along. Here's the one. <laughs> they were I right. Was <laughs> I was wrong. Fuck. It's okay. But you know what? You're man enough to admit it and I respect I that. Thank you, I respect ben. that. Thank you. Yeah. So we now just determined just... that it's probably 10,000 feet. Is that what we're thinking? I Well, you said, was it two miles? Yeah, so like well, I do believe that in, in in all seriousness, I think I do think that deer and elk did evolve at some point from the same species. Mm. I'd go with and that. And that was called <laughs> I fucking don't know, man. Oh, Proto, I was hoping you were gonna make something up. Proto Delk. I don't know. <laughs> deer elk. Proto Delk. Yes. So, but but it was it's it's a case uh what do they call it? Uh geographical evolution. So like this this species would spread out into you know like lowlands plains areas and high mountainous regions, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and slowly over millions of years they would evolve into what became an elk, which is a completely different species. Mm-hmm. And, well, so yeah. what about like ibex and antelope? Wow, or well, kudu? I mean, yeah, no. So I mean, are these all? Do they all share like a common relative and like the horn shape? Well, it's is, yeah, I mean, evolution maybe. It's not – well, you got you, – evolution – you know, everybody looks at evolution as like it's a straight line. You know, like this became this, became this, became well, this. yeah. Or so we're related out. to elk. But it's not like that because the tree – it branches off at different points and like becomes a bunch of different things in various different ways. So like a species like these missing link species, Proto-delk. right? The protodelk <laughs> <laughs> might exist. But the uh, but the the uh, the cr- the Criteo delk oh, might still wow. might still uh, ex- you know maybe offshot that one went extinct. It offshot into three other species that another type of deer came from, regardless of the proto skipping the proto delk altogether. <laughs> but that one gave us deer and elk. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's it's, also tons it's, of. It's a tree, man. It's it's a, it's an evolutionary tree. It's not a chain. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. What were you? No. I was just going to say there's also lots of different kinds of deer. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and then there's all the different species of deer. Of deer, you got to look at you know like, and they and say the, that like things are the same species if if they can successfully create viable offspring, right? Like, like wow. Technically, dogs are all the same species. They're different breeds. Canines. Well, breeds but are all made the up same. Yeah, I was social say. construction, but that's okay. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, dogs would all be one proto dog. <laughs> proto dog. <laughs> are you going to say a wolf? Proto dog instead of inbred mongrels. No, see, wolves and dogs are different species. Canis lupus, Canis familiaris. Interesting. They're different oh, species. I thought it was just altitude. Because if you, <laughs> at, yes, at what height do dogs become wolves? Then? <laughs> well, if it's a pomeranian, you have to go pretty fucking high before it'll turn into a wolf. <laughs> but if you're talking like a Great Dane or maybe like okay. a, like a Malamute, mm, sure. Mm, or something. Mm-hmm. See now, here's mm-hmm. where I don't really understand because they're they're like I think you can breed a wolf and a dog and get a viable offspring. Like a, a you can an offspring that would yeah. be capable of reproducing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like a half wolf, yeah, that could make other dogs. But they're separate species, right? Is is it maybe then is it genus? Like genus can. Procreate, but like a what horse a and a mule, sure, right? Donkey. Like or a, yeah, like is it you, a horse and a donkey makes a mule, or a horse and a mule make a donkey? horse and a donkey make a mule? Okay, but if you go the other way, whoa, like if you have a, if you, <laughs> it depends on who carries on on what is the the the, the, the mother and the father, is. yeah, that oh. that matters. 
Because if you go the other way, you get what's called a jinny, which is just a, a horse size. It's a donkey sized horse. <laughs> No, horse-sized donkey. It's <laughs> called sort of a genie. Proto-delk bullshit. Dude, I've learned so much. Wow. Dude, I know. I'm right? blown like, away right now. I know. Who, who knows Who would have guessed that Audrey, I, I, surely she could have never sure imagined. Sure as shit tell you. I have, uh, like, you can you can breed a horse and a donkey. Okay. And, I th- well, I think that they're, they're different species because mules are sterile. I'm pretty sure. That, I think, You're is correct. correct. Like, yeah, they I, can't, I'm, I'm with they that. can't produce... Other mules. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a weird genetic thing we sure. discovered. Okay. And like a ginny is the same thing. Like a ginny is is a, a male donkey and a female horse or the other way <laughs> Whatever. around. Whatever it okay. is that, that creates the offspring, which is then a ginny, which is also sterile. What about deer? Kind of useless because like it makes sense to have a donkey-sized horse because that's a fucking strong animal. Like a mule is a great thing to have. But a horse-sized donkey is kind of useless. <laughs> like, or maybe it's the other way around. What an ass. Donkeys are smaller than horses, right? Maybe I'm yes. thinking the other. No, horses are by far bigger. So yeah. you would want a, you would want something with the strength of a donkey but the size of a horse, right? So that's a mule, and that's what you want. Like a big fucking donkey. And a donkey dick. That's like super strong. <laughs> yeah. Donkey Huge dick. Cock. Just like, like very, very just strong. You put it in the, in the, ca- the harness. <laughs> you lower it down on a segway. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, uh. and, you know, from there, it's it's however the good Lord intended. So, <laughs> yes, it is up to Jesus. So could we theorize that a, a deer and an elk I was gonna be my question. could make sweet love? And, and what would happen? Would you get a, you'd get a... A, a, de- a delk. N- neurodelk. Neurodelk. Wow. Neuro-delk. Psychic I... powers, I guess. <laughs> the next <laughs> A scanner elk I'm cruising sure, I around. I actually. I have no idea. I'm sure that, like... Like uh like a white tailed deer and a key deer or something could a mule deer, sure. could could have some kind of offspring. Maybe or maybe not viable offspring, like maybe capable of making other half breed mm-hmm. deer or quarter breed deer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, fuck, I, know, I mean and then you throw bears in and And then oh. if you get a bear <laughs> see would you it sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. I would be frightened of a deer sized bear. Like the like a black bear. But if yes. you had a bear-sized deer, also frightening. Also frightening. That's like an elk, essentially. I was going to say so, a moose size. Yeah, that's like a moose. Hmm. The grizzly bear size, but it, like imagine a bear as big as a moose, as tall as a fucking moose. Like on all fours. I was going to say a. I'm going to say a. No, moose are like tall, man. They're taller than sure. bears. I would say a bear standing on its hind legs is taller than most anything. It's yeah, like a big bear, like yeah, a grizzly, bear. like a Kodiak or yeah. something. That's scary. <laughs> what, okay. this is, I, feel like, I feel like we've been circling around this question. Like, what's scarier? Like, you know, the, that, that old thing, like, would you rather fight duck-sized a horse. duck-sized horse or a horse-sized duck? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, a hundred duck-sized horses or <laughs> one horse-sized duck? What would you rather fight? We've been circling around it all, all night. I'm just, just saying. I feel like we've answered this. I feel like I mean, we may have done a before, podcast yeah, yeah. on it. Jeff, you're new. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me percolate on that second. for a second. Sure, sure, right, sure. A hundred duck-sized horses. They're attacking me or just they're playing with you. me? No, they're attacking you. You have to fight them. Okay. This is like, you know, Coliseum style. Do I have any weapons? No. Mm. Your bare hands. Or. Because they don't have any weapons. One horse-sized duck. One horse-sized duck. I mean, I feel like a horse-sized duck with its beak could fuck you up. And not to mention it could fly. So, like, how do you get away from that Yeah, thing? and it's – I mean, think about how big its web feet would be. It would just stomp the shit out of you. 
They'd be so loud. Horses. <laughs> see, yeah. I think what I think I would take the hundred horse-sized ducks because I would get to high ground. Because I don't think that they would be able to climb. Like, what you know, if they made, made a, a tree? horse duck chain? <laughs> what if they? What if they made a, a, a horse <laughs> duck, duck pyramid? Ladder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say human period, but pyramid. But that's not that's mm-hmm. not correct either. Because I mean, they're, they're yeah, I just ducks. think about being in a park when you have like crackers and you're just surrounded by a bunch of ducks. And then I think about if that was horses. But horses can bite though and kick. And horses kick. are mean as hell. It's like There's three no attacks doubt. per round, man. Like fuck. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Times a hundred. That's a lot, man. Yeah, so I take my which, chances with the duck and try and hop on its back. Oh, the, and you try to keep it. it. Yeah. Ah, soothe uh-huh. the savage beast. Yes. The Whisper. giant horse-sized duck. <laughs> you, you can keep Pegasus. I'm taking the duck. <laughs> <laughs> to battle! <laughs> <laughs> Until it gets hungry and dives underwater. Like, yeah. All right, so that's the new question we're going to ask tourists who come up here. When they ask you <laughs> where the moguls are, would you rather fight a hundred sure. mogul-sized elk sure. or, I will, I will or one elk-sized mogul? But first, you have to answer mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first, you must answer me these questions. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, hey, well, that's going to do it for time. We're right about there, guys. Well done. Thanks for joining us. For ignorant and uninformed, <laughs> America's favorite podcast, we have been your horse-sized duck, your proto-elk, <laughs> your proto-elkin hosts, <laughs> Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. I am the proto-elk. <laughs> and I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And a big thanks to Jeff Watson joining us in the studio today. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Criteo. Criteo. <laughs> <del. laughs> We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshest. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcaster you listen to us on. Subscribe on iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twank us on the Twitter at ig and un. Make sure you follow us on the Twitter and we'll follow you back or we'll favorite a post if you give us a topic. Topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Questions make the best topics. You can also download all the podcasts on ignorantuninformed.com, as well as any podcaster like iTunes you might be listening to us on. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness, all up in your grill. Peace off.